Apple provides a new software update to patch some security vulnerabilities. Google drops support for third-party displays and more in today's tech news. At the end of March, Apple released iOS 16.4, and that included a dozen new emojis and notification for web apps as well. So that was actually quite a big update. So if you didn't want to create an iOS application, you can create a web app so users can install that. And in the past, they weren't able to get notifications. However, with this now, you can also send notifications to the web apps like you can with the standard app. And that makes uh, creation of sites into apps a lot easier. And there are some third-party services that make it even easier, again, to include the notification pushes, which they've done on the Mac in the past, which will now be coming to the iPhone as well. But then last night, Apple also released iOS 16.4.1, and that included important bug fixes and security updates. And one of those was to patch an exploit that allowed third parties apps to execute uh, arbitrary code within the kernel privileges. And a second exploit was also found in WebKit, the Safari engine, that could also lead to malicious code execution as well. So that was included in this update, which was shortly after. Now, to also coincide with the 16.4.1, Apple also released the Mac OS 13.3.1 update as well, and that also included the two patches as was covered in the 16.4.1. And I think I came across, uh, I heard someone say that those were actually being exploited in the wild. However, I can't remember where I came across that and haven't been able to find a reference to that. So if you haven't updated your devices, make sure you update those as soon as possible. Now, way back in January of 2018 at CES, Google first announced Assistant Smart Devices would get third-party support as well. Um, that included the LG ThinkQ, WK9, the Lenovo Smart Display, and the JBL Link View. However, Google has now announced that they are going to drop support for those devices in a support article that was actually published on how to make dual calls on your speakers and smart displays. The note on there said, important, Google no longer provides software updates for these third-party smart displays. Lenovo Smart Display 7, 8 and 10 inches, JBL Link View and LG XBoom AI ThinkQ. WK9 Smart Display. This could impact the quality of video calls and meetings as well. So it's lasted about five years, that support, but unfortunately Google has now dropped support for those quietly. Earlier last year, Google hinted that it would be releasing live lyric support for YouTube Music, and we haven't seen anything apart from obviously the plain old static lyrics there. Now, other devices such as Apple and Tidal, they offer the live lyric feature where you've got the music playing and the lyrics pop up on the screen and move as the song progresses. Not always perfectly, but close enough so that you can sing along or read along and enjoy it without having to keep moving the device, especially if you want to keep the device down and just enjoy yourself there. And now a handful of users on Android are starting to see these capabilities coming in as well. So it's not wildly rolled out at the moment. However, it is a feature I think all music should actually have. It is a very useful feature as well. Like I say, you don't always want to be holding your device there. So hopefully we'll start seeing it come to the Chromecast TV and things like that as well for support. But it is nice to see that that is starting to roll out. 
along those lines as well we are now also starting to see youtube rolling out a podcast section dedicated on their devices i have actually looked on my samsung s22 ultra and i've got the tab there i've also received an email from google saying now that we can start putting uh, our podcasts section it off from our channel so that is a good option to include as well we haven't actually given that a test rollout yet but we're going to be having a look at that with the release of uh, today's episode to see how that uh, covers out and we will be putting our thoughts out there as well so make sure you check that out now at the end of march we didn't actually cover this but Google actually released a nearby share beta for Windows and you can actually go on to android.com and download the exe file where you can actually test that beta out and I waited to see some of the reviews on there and to be honest it looked really promising so if you are a Windows user and you also have an Android device you can preload the exe file on there so you can share files easily between your Windows device now there are third-party apps that work really well which I've covered in the past and they work via Chrome and that also works on the Mac and Windows as well and what my personal favorite one is called Clipped and like I say that is just an extension you put onto Chrome there and you can share the files from your devices very easily and like I say it is cross-platform but this one is currently Windows only there is no word where we're going to see a Mac version however we have seen stranger things happen in the past. It would be great if we could have that on the Mac because I like to use my Mac for my everyday computer use and then my Samsung S22 Ultra is my everyday device for using so I can send things back or forth. Like I say, I use Clip, it works extremely well, but nearby shared natively would be fantastic as well. But if you are a Windows user, I'll put a link in the description where you can actually access that file as well. Now, I love listening to podcasts, and I've been listening to Mac and Forth podcasts for around about three years now. Uh, started doing the pandemic that I was listening to them, and it was recommended to me thanks to the Essential Apple podcast. And then towards Christmas time this year, they also just did a listener just jump on and on the discord and have a little video chat and things like that and i really enjoyed that session i got to speak to the people obviously on the show and other people who listen as well and it was just really informal and it was just a bit of fun and then thankfully uh, to carl i was invited on their latest episode and obviously i didn't want to come across as really quiet or too mouthy as well because at the end of the day it's not my show and i actually really enjoyed myself i learned a few tips and tricks uh, regarding podcasting and i've changed some of the setup that i've got and been running and struggling with as well thanks to carl i've been on the discord for a while it's really friendly and just like always i will leave a link in the description so you can check out that episode so that's it for today guys thanks for listening and i will catch you on the next one